Welcome screensavers and Oscar lovers, I'm Michael Gallett. I'm Matt Sturdivant. I'm Tyler Sitkus. Together we host the Silver Screen Savers podcast, a show about the world of cinema and a celebration of our love of movies. And we're here to talk about the 94th Academy Awards and everything that went on in them. This aired on ABC, and despite the goal of three hours that was highly publicized, the show ran nearly three hours, 40 minutes about, and we're going to get into what filled that time. But first, generally, what would you think of the show did you enjoy it? Certain aspects, maybe? Matt, what'd you think? So this is actually the first Oscars I've watched in a few years. Um, the last one I remember watching specifically was the 2019... Well, I think it aired in 2020, but it was for the 2019 film year. Um, oh, okay. I remember... Because I remember seeing a lot of the contenders for that and then really enjoying a lot of them. Um, so this is the first one that I've seen in a couple years... And to keep it brief, I thought the telecast was an absolute mess, but I was very pleased with, for the most part, all of the winners. I think the right movies got awarded, the right, right. categories. Tyler, what'd you think? So I just thought I'd agree with Matt that it was a mess. Uh, the show was terrible. I tried to tune in a couple times and I just could not watch it. I couldn't get into it. So I was watching like recaps and stuff just pieces of it on and like so many like things they did i just did not understand them it's funny to me that you have this room full of like these talented people and they can't even put on a good show for three hours <laughs> like oh it's just awful from beginning to end but most of the talented people are just sitting there yeah like, well right. they're only that's their job is to sit there get them involved then <laughs> unless they're the seat fillers well, no, yeah. that is still their job to sit there as the seat fillers, which we'll get into, That's I'm true. sure. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> All right. well, that was terrible. It was terrible. I don't want to be too harsh or sound too petty, but I think all of us might be uh, might be three divas on the episode. Uh, this was a mess, and I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I wanted to. In fact, this might be my least favorite Oscar ceremony that I have ever watched. Um, I still enjoyed it. I'm a big Oscar freak. It's one of my favorite events of the year. But it felt like a lot of sitting around, waiting for things to happen, waiting for awards. A lot of the awards felt a little anticlimactic because of the pacing and the way they were placed and the the terrible editing of the before ceremony of the cut categories. And my biggest critique is that this show was not about movies or movie making. It seemed to be about trying to grab attention Instead of celebrating the achievement in film of the past year, which in my mind is what the Oscars should be and what attracted me and many people to them in the first place. I'm not saying like you keep some of the fun stuff, the bits and the performances, keep some of that. But if Dune wins for sound, tell me something about what the team did to make the sound and what effect the sound was meant to have in the movie. It doesn't have to be much or long, just small informational but cool pieces about stuff that is interesting and awesome to movie lovers. And you can make it fun to watch because this is the organization that films things at the very highest level. Tyler, you and I have talked before about, you know, sometimes if you would watch an HBO featurette, for example, you know, it, it would seem like every time it was the best movie that was ever going to be made. <laughs> And sometimes you actually saw the movie, and it stunk. 
but you learn something fascinating about the creative decisions, how the technicals were achieved, and mostly the fun and life that goes into movie making. So I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. I know some people might not as much, but to me that the Oscar show should include more of those things. But let's get into the specific show. This started with Beyonce singing Be Alive, the song from King Richard that was nominated. I thought this was well done. It was good production value. And while it's not a bad idea to start your show with Beyonce, this song is not a crowd pleaser. And it doesn't have much to do with movies. It played during the end credits of King Richard. So you're starting something out that, I don't know, to me didn't really scream this is about the movies. Do you guys agree with that or am I wrong? I wouldn't have even recognized this song if they didn't say it was from King Richard. Or exactly. if they weren't all dressed like tennis balls. <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I mean, it, it looked good, but I, I'm sorry. Tyler, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think like from beginning to end of the show, they didn't give one crap about movies. This was a night no. for celebrities. And they just wanted to jam-pack as many celebrities as they could into this. Exactly. So we go from that to the opening monologue where DJ Khaled oddly introduces Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes, and Amy Schumer, three very charming and lovely performers all in their own right, but they give this joint monologue. I thought it was funny enough. It was okay. Again, there weren't too many mentions of like the movies that were nominated. I don't, what did you guys think about that? I should have known as soon as DJ Khaled came out that that's the track we were on for this show. Yeah, I guess you should have. Um, we all should have. And then, and then I should have known even before that when they said Amy Schumer was one of the hosts. Uh, Amy Schumer's hit or miss for me, and I actually thought she was pretty good last night. I'll give her props. She, She's way more miss than hit for me. I did laugh at, at her initially. At, I think you noted this part. But for the most yeah. part, she's always just been kind of overrated to me. Hmm. Who's the crowd what? that's still getting pulled in by DJ Khaled? Like, who's like oh yeah it's dj Callen. does that exist the super gullible crowd where every time he says we the best music they're like oh i better hang on let me pull up a chair the i gotta best. listen to this the bet yeah it's buddy the elf with world's best cup of coffee world's best cup of coffee you did it you're the best music congratulations uh, but so we get that and it was okay but directly after that, Amy Schumer had her own solo monologue, which I it was good. She had some funny jokes. But why do we have to go from a three-person monologue, actually from a musical number, to a three monologue, to now a solo monologue? There hasn't been an award yet. Well, they, they each got their own monologue for some reason. Which is fine. Like, I understand they were changing every hour, and, like, the choice of the changing from the DJ to the band to the orchestra, you know, that was a cool idea. But, like, if they're all getting their own monologue, why do they have to do it together in the beginning when it was arguably worse than the things they did individually? I, I just don't, like, get to an award. Pace, well, terrible pacing. I mean, half their rewards were pre-taped and cut to crap, so... Oh, they, maybe as though they, they shouldn't they did, have done Somehow that. they... They, they were trying to cut time, but then they were scrambling to fill time. I don't know. It was it was bizarre. 
Yeah, thank You're God. I, right. I would have really hated this if, like, you know, people got awards live. But thank God they didn't. So, you know, I just mo- just just hated it a bit. <laughs> like, that that really changed my opinion. The fact that you cut awards <laughs> from the live you show. You hated it just a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's such fun. sloppy editing with those transitions. Oh, my God. We're, we're going to get to that. That was terrible. Especially when they tried to, like, make us think that it, those people were in the room. <laughs> oh, man. It, I got whiplash from some of the cuts. Like, yeah. it showed Jessica Chastain, I think, live Jessica Chastain, but then it cut to the pre-taped... Right, crew. It was just. Ugh. Are you talking about the makeup one? I think that yeah, was for. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I noticed that as well. Uh, the the hosts. I I really like all these performers individually. I actually just watched Regina Hall in in Master, a new movie that is on Amazon Prime and select theaters, and I enjoyed her a lot in that. Um, but it it didn't work for me in this telecast. The COVID test bit where she like pulled all the attractive dudes on stage, like I, I saw that coming a mile away, and it was like ha ha, and then it was too much. No, like, that, end it, end that it. wasn't even ha ha. That was so awful, and it just yeah. kept going on and on. And like, yeah, it, what, who was who was thinking this was funny at this point? I'm I mean, trying to be generous. Maybe maybe if it maybe if she didn't like, I mean, obviously COVID is topical, but I felt like it was kind of tone deaf to even reference COVID testing, especially in that capacity yeah i that was really bad uh wanda at the museum i thought this was kind of like an all right advertisement for the academy museum it was light um it wasn't fantastic but it you know i like wanda sykes a lot so it was it worked made me want to go to the museum okay then absolutely they did their job then that's good to know the prize bit where they like just blatantly insulted um, the last duel, which, like, I'm not trying to, like, be a baby about it, but it just, like, it, it didn't land whatsoever. Mm-mm, that was that was, ba- that was such a waste of time. Uh, the Amy, <laughs> Amy Schumer. So here's the thing. Amy Schumer had the really, I would say, pretty skilled joke of after... The Will Smith slap and everything. She was like, "Oh, I was backstage getting. Did something happen in the room?" Which yeah, she was, was getting like out of her stupid Spider-Man costume. Yeah, that wasn't good either. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know, whatever. But so she like had a tension-breaking joke, which you know was was a risky move, and I thought it went okay. But then she does the seat filler bit, which didn't work at all. I really I wish could, Jesse Plemons had gotten up and been like, you keep my wife out of your mouth. <laughs> I feel like that you could like see the cognitive dissonance on his face where he was like, I, should I be saying more right now? But like, I, I don't know if I should say something at this moment. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I could be projecting, but like, I don't, that's what it seemed like to me. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't mean to sit here and like lambaste every single one of their bits, but... As hosts, I just didn't think it worked. No, I'm ha- not at all. I'm, no, I'm happy to land based with all the, all this stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, I need to land base something else. <laughs> These Twitter <laughs> polls. Uh. <laughs> the, I, like, Get out of here. 
these Snyder, I, like I, I tweet, I, I said this on, I said this, I'm like, these Snyder bros, and you really need to chill right now. I, I was I, speechless. I don't understand this group of people that, like, need to fight for these movies and, like, just keep voting for this over and over again. I, I why? They're okay, not just, that good. You know what? Justice League was one thing. I was, like, I, I was not happy, but I was willing to let Justice League slide. But Army of the Dead? Come on. Yeah. But, like, how many people even know what Flash entering the Speed Force even is? <laughs> I've never seen that before. I don't even know what that's talking about. Well, it's because you didn't watch a four and a half hour movie. And I don't think that many people did, to be honest with you. But is that like, only in the Snyder Cut? I don't remember it in the I, original, I, I but I haven't seen it in, like, years. Oh. I really don't care enough to know the difference anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah. So... We we start with the cheer moment, which had some like genuinely like iconic move, like you know Neo in the bullets, um, Jennifer Hudson singing some cool stuff, and then you get to a man in a suit who's like in slow motion, looks like he's just learning how to run at the age of thirty two, <laughs> and like it just uh, I was like my jaw dropped what is going on and then by the time you got i'm sorry go ahead uh, go ahead finish it's okay by the time you get to favorite movie you knew what was gonna happen you knew cinderella and minamata and then army of the dead was gonna be there honestly army of the dead wasn't as egregious as the flash thing to me really i i I thought the opposite but i think i think because that the flash came first maybe maybe who that thinks the Army of the Dead is the best movie of <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at least No Way Home got in there somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if it wasn't for if it wasn't the Flash, you'd, you'd get a whole other subsection of the internet complaining about, oh, Marvel. Uh, why is Marvel? Blah, 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 you know, because people like to. Yeah, that's what they actually sound like too. I was actually I was actually just playing a tape recorder of a random person on the internet who hates on Marvel. Oh wow, you really you really filtered that in impressively. <laughs> that as well uh, you know, as they did with the pre-taped uh, acceptance speeches. Yeah, that was that was not good. The musical performances, I, like they were all good. Um, no. I don't need them though. Like, cut them, please. The, the the we don't talk about Bruno one was atrocious. I'm sorry. That was like, if you're just gonna do it, just do the song. Why are you bringing Megan Thee Stallion in to to rap? <laughs> yeah, I. Well, here's the thing: is that they had uh, after the Beyonce performance, they had Dos Oruguitas performed by Sebastian Yatra. I probably said that really wrong. That, sorry. I, I thought that was appropriate. It was nice, and he he's clearly a fantastic singer. And, you know, there was a couple dancing. There was nice scenery. That was good. I don't know if I needed it, but it was very nice. And then, you know, we get the Reba song. Okay, whatever. Uh, And then the Bruno, which is very... It was a very odd performance without the context of the movie. Hmm. Which I know, you know, they're not going to show you the clip of the movie, but also I feel like this song is very popular amongst children, I don't know if like children would have responded well to this odd performance. <laughs> yeah, the Megan the Stallion's whole verse, like I'm pretty sure she swore during that verse. Like, oh, I don't. I, didn't I, get I it. caught like uh, like the B word or something during oh, it. Then, but like yeah, it, didn't, it didn't. It didn't. 
I could be wrong, but I, I feel like it just didn't fit with the theme of the rest of the song at all. Yeah. No. It was really unfortunate that Lin-Manuel Miranda could not have been there. Um, I'm, I'm sure he was actually relieved. <laughs> Maybe, but... <laughs> Yeah, that was that was too bad. And then the no time to die. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I was like, okay, let's let's wrap it up. I don't know. That was one of my Oscar picks that I that I correctly guessed. So mine too, but doesn't mean I liked it. I I don't know. I not a big fan. I mean, good for Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, but no thank you on that. <laughs> the in memoriam. This was terrible. <laughs> Go ahead. Go Why ahead. are you doing an upbeat song and dance number during the in memoriam segment? So, I, if I'm trying to be, if I'm trying not to complain about every single thing on this, which I'm going to, you got, you gotta, you gotta be the voice of reason here, Mike. Well, here's a, I, I did appreciate that they were trying to get in the spirit of like, hey, let's appreciate and love the legacy that these people have left. So I appreciated the idea. However, super inappropriate because there were people dancing and singing. The singing's fine, but when you're cutting to the dancers and almost cutting off the photos and names of the people who have passed in the last year, it just felt so... Well intentioned, but so disrespectful. Also, not that it's a competition, but I felt like they just kind of they like fast forwarded through Helena Hutchins. Yeah, that's another thing that's always bothered me is they do always give special attention to the super huge megastars, which I that's our culture. I understand it, but I that has never sat well with me. No. Um, and I wish they would do something where that that doesn't happen. Um, but it happens every year. It was weird to single out just two people and have yeah. them get a whole speech. And it seemed like they they cut to it late, which they did the same exact thing the year that Kobe was being honored. They cut to it late, mm-hmm. which I it, I don't know, not not a success in my eyes, unfortunately. Um, the tributes we get the fifty years of Bond. The Godfather, which I, again, like, well-intentioned. I think the Oscars could use some more of that stuff, like bringing in film history and what it means maybe to filmmakers of today. Um, But these were just kind of like okay clip shows of the series, which it was fine. Uh, We get a random BTS moment where they talk about Disney movies. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't shocked that they were talking about disney movies i mean it was pretty obvious corporate placement right there the uh the the reunions were were interesting white man can't jump that was cool to see rosalie and wesley and and woody up there together um their bit didn't work and i took way too long to announce the award but Mm. it was cool to see them that's another thing i was gonna mention this with the awards but I really don't need the banter between the presenters, please. It just very rarely hits, and it just, like, takes up time, and you're waiting for the award. Like, uh, do you guys enjoy that at all? Well, don't forget, they they cleared up so much time by pre-taping all these acceptance speeches. Yeah, that's true. More time for meaningless banter. 
I, I can't think of any time where it did hit with me, the, the banter. No, not at all. Um, one more thing before we get to uh, the big thing and the awards is there were not movie trailers much during the pre during the commercials, I should say. There are a lot of Hulu miniseries, a lot of Hulu miniseries. No oh. like exclusive trailers. Insurance commercials too. Don't forget insurance commercials. As always, yes. But like we get the Chris Evans look at Lightyear, which was basically the trailer. I just I don't this is Hollywood's biggest night and there's no like, hey, get excited for the next year in movies. There was nothing. They should have just shown the X trailer. Five people go see X. We're going to talk about that as well very soon. Ambulance trailer. Yes, yes, yes. And then people, they would have seen the LA and they would have gone, hey, that's where we are right now. (laughs) You can Um, make a movie in LA? (laughs) Yeah. We did get a kind of fourth unofficial host in Chris Rock. And of course there was the slap and I don't want to talk too much about it and I'm not at all here to judge Will Smith, the things he did, the actions. But one, it it was super crazy. Um, And also, I've been trying to like mentally grapple with the fact that like he did get up on stage and smack somebody and then he just like sat down, screamed at someone and then he just sat there. For the rest of the time, and there was like no academy response at all. I'm not saying he should have been thrown out or anything. It was just it. It was interesting. I'm not passing judgment, but it was, I, uh, I, 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 I think so many people overreacted to this. Like, yeah, it, it I agree. Should have been like, well, that was crazy, and that should have been the response. Like, people are like, why didn't the police bust down the doors and go like arrest him on the spot? Like, this uh, is. Oh, go ahead. No, keep going. As I say, this is like two rich people that had a slight altercation that was one slap. Like, calm down. It's not like any of them were in any danger or anything. You, like, watch a sporting event. You see you see worse things happen and no one's like, hey, you better get him out the field. Like, we watched a dude pull a man's helmet off and hit him over the head with it. That resulted in nothing. <laughs> it was a slap. Okay, it wasn't like it was anything that dangerous. People need to calm down. It was a crazy thing that happened and, like, that's it. Some of my favorites are the ones that are like, oh, we should strip him of his Oscar and hang him out to dry or whatever. Um, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein has over 80 Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, that's all I have to say to yeah. that argument. Yeah, I... No, I don't think his Oscar should be taken away. I just... It, it was odd that, like... It's Hollywood's prestigious night and this is being broadcast all over the world and there was just like half a fight on the stage that no one knew was going to happen. And then the show just like went on. Like it just continued. Uh let's let's get to the awards. So as you guys mentioned, as I agree with, the editing of the cut categories was not worth it. It was not worth the time. It was not worth the insults to the people who were honored in that category. And even like, even if you were going to do it, it just wasn't well done. Uh, so n- not a fan of that. But we start, we did start off with uh, Ariana DeBose winning for Best Supporting Actress. I 
I sense no dissent from anyone on that, and I think it was well-deserved. She was great. If Sound. Oh, I was going to say, if they didn't cut those categories, though, and edit them, we might not have gotten a G.I. Jane joke, so. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Oscar sliding doors. <laughs> how many... <laughs> How many how many people had to Google what GI Jane was after that? That's a good point. I <laughs> I just I just want to throw in real quick. I know we moved past it, but imagine getting slapped because you made a GI Jane joke. <laughs> and he said that he's yeah, he literally like in bewilderment. It was a GI Jane joke. You know something? Ridley Scott had a rough year at the Oscars. If you think about it, between that joke at the expense of his movie, um. Between House of Gucci not winning and the absolute trashing of The Last Duel. Yeah. Which is like, if The Last (laughs) Duel had been nominated, it would have been different. Absolutely. But it was just like a movie that was just like minding its own business. And they were like, ha ha, no one saw it. Was that, uh, yeah, not not and a that, fan of that. And one. why would why would Disney take shots at its own movie? I don't know. Who who knows who approved that? That's like that's a good point. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Uh, for sound, we have Dune, one of the first uh, nine awards. I don't think it's nine. Or I don't know how many it is for Dune, but it was only like six. I thought. Oh, six too many. Let's count them, but sound what to Dune. I, I don't believe they showed like the full speeches of the people who had won. So I don't pretty much for any Dune win, they only showed the part where they like, ah, Denis Villeneuve, thank you. And then they were off. I say when a, when someone wins a sound award at the Oscars, you bring up the, the, the person winning the award and you make them replicate their favorite sound from the movie with their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you know, as we get into the several awards that Dune won, I, I, um, I will say my feelings aside on that movie, uptake that I've been seeing that I kind of think is kind of peculiar is the fact that Dune was nominated for all these awards, a lot of the technical and a lot of different awards, but then Villeneuve didn't get director or not like any sort of nod for director. Yeah, I agree with you. I was listen, as big a as a not big a fan of of that movie that I am, which wasn't English. I'm not a huge fan of Dune, um, but I like. Geez, it is it is an achievement for sure. So yeah, I I don't see why he wasn't honored. I get I hear the argument a lot, and I can see it where we know that another Dune is coming, so that might be. Um, the time to do that. However, I, I do think he would have been a well-deserved nominee this year. So I agree. Cinematography also went to Dune. Uh, this is for Greg Frazier. I don't... Did you guys catch it? Did he say something about, like, getting a bunch of unknown actors together and making a movie? Yeah, I saw that. What was that? I don't, I don't know. Was that a joke? I'm, like, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt of whether it was a joke or, like, whether he was referring to something else. But otherwise, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know. This maybe, maybe I heard it wrong. going to go far. Yeah. <laughs> this, this Josh Brolin guy. <laughs> Aquaman. This Tim Chalamet boy. Yeah. Yeah. Documentary short, The Queen of Basketball. 
visual effects dune again i so this was like this is, happens a lot you know especially for the technical categories you get large teams of people who are winning all at once and a couple of people got to speak for their uh the visual effects and then one winner leaned into the microphone and it, they immediately started playing music and he was like oh uh, guess i'm a piece of crap and just like walked away you know i i felt bad for that guy and there's another another one that i felt really bad for later on that we'll get to Ooh, now i'm excited but, but i think i think dune shouldn't have won visual effects just for the shields being the stupidest thing i've ever seen in media so they, <laughs> they started to show that that clip and i thought of you because you and i said the same exact thing coming out of that movie yeah, they, I don't. I don't. They don't look good to to me or you. So yeah, I, the, yeah. the fights look terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, animated feature went to Encanto. It was well deserved. What was interesting is that like this year to me, these were all well deserved movies. Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, Ryan, The Last Dragon. Wouldn't have been upset with any of them. Um, so they were all kind of, even if not exactly equal, they. They would have all been deserving. Wait, Animated short. I'm Mitchell, sorry, go ahead. Mitchell vs. the Machines. Is that the, the one made by the first high-end uh, animation studio in the UK? <laughs> no, that's Ron's Gone no, Wrong. No, that, yeah, oh, that's Ron's Gone Wrong. Oh, no. No. Ron's Gone Wrong would not have been a well-deserved winner. <laughs> though it did have anti-communist propaganda in it, so it was the most political of all the movies. <laughs> Live action short, or I'm sorry, animated short went to the Windshield Wiper, which was a bit of a surprise. It's it's a well made short film, not my favorite, as I mentioned on the other show, not my favorite uh, animated short slate, probably my least favorite thus far. But um, thought Robin Ra was going to win, I was wrong. Supporting actor Troy Kotzer, it it's well deserved, and he gave a great speech. Do you guys like that moment? You guys already know I loved it. Um, that was probably my favorite acceptance speech of the whole night. Yeah. It, it was very touching to me, much like the whole film. Um, and like our friends over at Shoot the Flick said, you know, there's a lot of really touching milestones that happened tonight in between this and like Ariana DeBose. Like, you know, I just want to, we, we're lambasting the crap out of the telecast, but I want everyone to take away that we also really... Dune aside, I think we all pretty much agree that a lot of good milestones were hit and a lot of well-deserving films made these. Yes, to an extent. I think I think the point of the telecast being bad is overshadowing what we do agree with, like, to, well, to an extent, that there were milestones hit. But when you have this awful yeah. telecast surrounding it, you're overshadowing the good moments like that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just want to make it clear that we're tr- trying our best to separate the in this at this point we're trying to our best to separate the actual content of the awards themselves versus the telecast. Yeah, thank you for making that point. And yeah, let's take a minute to separate Troy Kotz, a supporting actor, very well deserved. Um, I want to see him back, and just very heartfelt speech about the theaters he performed in about his father. Loved it. Every moment was good, and they didn't interrupt him thankfully um, yeah sometimes which, they which makes this next one even more infuriating to me yeah so international feature went to drive my car rizuke hamaguchi went up to accept it and there seemed to be some confusion matt go ahead yeah they tried to play him off like three times yeah when he was clearly still trying to speak 
And that that made me so freaking mad. So it's just, this oh. you can tell you can just tell by the look the look on his face he he was you know doing his he you know he's Japanese he's you can tell he's not a native English speaker and he's really trying his best to you know say his thanks and give his speech and I feel like they didn't give him a fair enough chance especially you know I also this was probably in my top five favorite movies of last year and for them to do such a disservice to the director is just. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. It shouldn't happen to anybody, but it was disappointing because this was such a beautiful movie. Um, yeah, that, that was not a good moment. Next, we get live action short, The Long Goodbye. And again, we have... So Riz Ahmed, who was a Best Actor nominee last year. Again, I, I don't know if his his speech was actually that short. It was very nice what he said. But it, again, it was just like a oh hey here's Riz Ahmed all right see you later. He was a Best Actor nominee last year. You should be playing this guy up. But I don't, again, it was it was cut. Um, costume went to Cruella. Jenny Beaven she was very delightful. Like that win, cool that Cruella won an Oscar. Wish it would have been Cyrano, but I'm not mad at Cruella. No. Nah. Original screenplay, Belfast for Kenneth Branagh. I this was a very nice moment too. He talked about his past, his childhood. Um, I'd like to hear what you guys think. I don't think Belfast was the best original screenplay of last year, but this was one where I'm like, eh, I don't really mind too much. I like the moment. I still haven't seen it, so I don't really have an opinion. Okay. I, I think once they brought Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in, they're like, oh, yeah, this <laughs> script, no other script brought this in. So, all right, we're going to talk about musical performances. Why do you not have Jude Hill and Judy Dench not sitting on the stage in some theater seats or a couch singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Exactly. Because that was the musical moment of the year. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> Or have Jamie Dornan's <laughs> singing with a mic and then without a mic, but it's the same exact love. volume. Yeah, everlasting love. To Imagine Maddie out. just gets up on stage. That's everlasting. Love. That would have made the whole show for me. Absolutely. See, like, oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead because I have a slightly like, different. Please take actual musical moments from movies and like do those in the show. That's that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say I saw a tweet that that had me dying, and it was the scene from Wild uh, a scene from Wild Wild West with Will Smith and Kenneth Branagh, and it was awful, awful scene, horrible. And someone's like, both of these men won Oscars tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Um, two, as we've said before, two of the Oscar nominated best actresses starred in the three five five. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's One of them a winner. Yeah, um, Oscar Oscar winning actress Jessica Chastain in the three five five. I will say this about Wild Wild West: it is a pretty egregious movie in more than one way. However, the title gives you what it says. It is a wild, wild a movie wild, wild, in the wild. West. It truly is. Uh, next, we got adapted screenplay, which went to Coda, Sean Hader. I. Nice to see Sean Hader. I think this is rather absurd that this won in this category. Not anywhere near the best adapted screenplay of the year. 
Okay, Especially... but you don't have a Apple-sponsored bridge named after you, do you? Yes, this is true. <laughs> the bridge was nice, but when this is going up against Drive My Car, Doom, uh... The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog, and it's Coda, I'm sorry, but I, I don't agree with that whatsoever. <laughs> Drive My Car took a 40-page short story and turned it into a three-hour film. I think that's way more impressive. A three-hour film that is not boring, at no, least to absolutely. me. Oh, absolutely. It's a beautiful movie. The only one, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big COVID advocate over here, but the only, I will, I will agree, the only one I probably would have liked to see over Coda would have been Drive My Car. Yeah, I like if Coda's number my, my number one, then Drive My Car is a close second for me. Um, that's fair. I like even Dune. You know, to to take Dune and to making make it into a comprehensible movie is a feat in itself. So, but it to I take mean part of Shine, Dune. Yeah, <laughs> to take part of Dune. You're right, but hey, if Sean Hader's getting her props that way, that's cool. Good for her. It's. It's deserved, just um, I don't know, just kind of one of those. I, I don't think it for this category. Score, Dune, for Hans Zimmer. He was unfortunately not there. Would have liked to see him speak, but again, another another well-deserved one. This is probably my favorite of the, the Dune wins. Editing went to Dune as well, which was ironic because the editing of this award into the show was terrible. <laughs> this one, it really caught me in shock documentary summer of soul that like summer of soul is a ride man i mentioned it on another episode i'm super happy this one quest love gave a very heartfelt speech i would recommend that anybody watch this movie and i'm a person like i was a little weary going in just because like i'm not a musical documentary kind of guy it's just not my favorite genre but from the first second I was on that roller coaster and I didn't want to get off. So that's on Hulu. So go ahead and watch that. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. So I just wanted to speak on that real quick. So I was randomly watching. I think I was watching something and like I switched to ABC for the news or something. And Summer of Soul was on. And I ended up watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I was drawn in. So <laughs> they were playing yeah. it. I still haven't seen it yet, but it's on my list. Oh, it's it's so excellent. It is really good. Um, we get production design, which went to Dune. That was a disappointment for me. I would have really liked to see Nightmare Alley get one thing, and that was um, the, its best bet here. But Dune is also impressive, so it's not not egregious. Yeah, I really liked all the sand. That was pretty cool. I yeah, I, I was gonna. Sand. I was trying to avoid making that comment, but it, it you know it is song. No time to die. Okay an okay song you guys <laughs> like it i didn't think any of the songs were that great i, I mean the other one i would have seen would be ben van morrison so i like that but yeah i mean it's it's like you're it's a it's a bond song you know i think that's basically what gave it the edge is the fact that it's from a bond movie yeah Even i just it's think... kind of a lackluster bond movie Lackluster, lackluster song. I think Skyfall is like a better version of this song. How <laughs> um, uh, they like Bond songs? Director went to Jane Campion. Uh, Kevin Costner presented this, and when he was talking about how the West was won, I was very touched. And then he went on for a, a really long time. And I, was, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being too judgmental. Did it seem long? Well, yes, it did. But okay. here's the que- but but here's the question for you. Do you think he was BSing? 
with some of that story. Do you mean that he like sat and didn't pee, didn't get up to go pee in the theater? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like he was he was fudging some details. Yeah. <laughs> It's possible, however, much like fictional movies, as long as the spirit is the truth, that's okay. I didn't mind. We'll, we'll never know. There are no, there's no video recording of little Kevin Costner sitting in the theater trying to hold in his bladder as he sits through a four-hour movie. Uh, and then Jane Campion, well-deserved. I thought her speech was okay. How dramatic. Yeah. It was... Um, a little less impassioned than I would have expected, but well, I, I think she I think she that. was trying to be more reserved after her last little kerfuffle. See, I was yeah. kind of hoping she'd just pick another person to just randomly like just <laughs> just compare herself to for no reason. <laughs> That's that said though, I'm considering how many awards the Power of the Dog went up for and it didn't get any. I'm I'm glad it got something. Yeah. That would have been pretty ridiculous if it got Spiel, nothing. Spielberg got nominated for director, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I, I would have preferred she went up and like, Ariana, great win, you're breaking barriers, but you didn't have to go against Spielberg like I did. <laughs> also, shut out Licorice Pizza. It almost just seemed like Licorice Pizza just ceased to exist in this ceremony. Yeah. No mention of it, no nothing. Um... Yeah, the nominees there were Spielberg, PTA, Hamaguchi, Brana, and Campion. So I would have I would have taken Hamaguchi over Campion if if they didn't have to give a pity one to Power of the Dog. Fair. Sorry, uh, that was rude. No, it's okay. I I, I would have liked both, so I'm, I'm happy with her win. Best actor went to Will Smith, and you know this really is just disappointing. Uh, take aside the the slap and everything. It, it was just this was a moment that himself, his family, and so many of his fans have been waiting for for like thirty years, and then it was just like so tainted by this incident. Such a dumb speech about um oh, a father figure, a crazy father figure. Shut up, man. Yeah, slap the dude on TV. It did not work to he's laugh at all. He's being called on by God or something. Yeah, the devil yeah. comes to him when he's at his high. It didn't work whatsoever. It was it was pretty uncomfortable, and it was just it was just such like a wasted moment, which mm-hmm. is it's really sad. But think about how um, much better it would have been if he went up and just saying like hey I, you know i've been working doing this for so long and like to reach this moment like that would have been so much better than like, yeah well uh, i don't think he was like... he probably wasn't thinking straight by that point he was probably like overwhelmed and yeah. embarrassed from what he did yeah you're right he probably um, was just overwhelmed with emotion and embarrassment I was saying this to Mike beforehand, but what if he like walked up on stage and just smacked the Oscar off the stage and then just walked back to his seat? Yelled at the Oscar. Yelled at an invisible shirt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done with that. Um, yeah, not to mention like the awkward period between when the incident happened and when we all knew that he was going to get up in 20 minutes and give a speech. And then it resulted in something very uncomfortable. But um, I'm glad he won. I'm not glad that it was 
you know, shrouded in this this strange event. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, makeup and hairstyling went to the eyes of Tammy Faye. That team thought that was well-deserved. And then I thought it was a nice pairing with Best Actress, who is Jessica Chastain. I don't know about you guys. I love Jessica Chastain. I, she's done some movies that are not fantastic. So, so have 9 billion stars. And I, I love seeing her every single time. So this made me happy. I agree. And um, I saw I saw some rumors. I don't know how... Um, how founded they are that they that there's people calling for her to be poison ivy in the matt reeves batman universe give me that right now I, <laughs> that's what i'm saying please i wow i'm speechless right now i can see I, it i can I'm, that's what i'm just saying that's why i wanted to bring it up because i could totally see that but you know what if they do that i want actual like colorful plants I don't want her to have one Venus flytrap in her office and be a high-powered lawyer or something like that. No. I want a house. That's, that's, that's what it's going to be. I want a house filled with preposterous vegetation. Do, do plants even grow in that universe with how dark it is? Yeah, there's no sunlight. <laughs> it's all hydroponics. I'm going to install some lights in Gotham so plants can grow. Hey, that's too radical. We have to put you in jail. <laughs> That's not funny. to get too off topic but yeah. no that, that was funny that was funny yeah i wow i would love that i will buy a ticket tonight if they confirm that uh but then we get to the last award of the night best picture coda 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 um Ugh. not Someone's the best picture it. of the year i like you know, I, with with preferential balloting, I totally see this. A lot of people love that movie, and I think that is awesome. If this, especially if this opens doors for more people to be on screen, to be behind the camera for certain movies to get made, I think that is excellent. It can push forward the medium, and I'm very happy about that. I don't like the win, but that doesn't matter what I think. There was only one other movie that I wanted, two movies I wanted to win less than this. And I, I really like this movie. I just didn't think it was near the best picture of the year. No. Okay, what were the two? Well, I, I could probably guess the two. At least what one are of they? them. Dune? Yep. Oh, and Don't Look Up. Yes. <laughs> don't Look Up for sure, but Dune, I mean, I, I, I'm probably on the same level as Coda. I'm, I'm well, I'm going to second um, what I said earlier that with with Coda being the one at number one I was rooting for, Drive My Car is still like a close second to that. Hmm. I really wish it, you know, I uh, almost wish it would have pulled a Parasite where it won Best International and took Best Picture. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Best Picture nominees, especially winners, always get a little boost. Um, if this means that more people watch Coda and have a really good time, I. That's great. I, I want people to love movies, so I think that that's excellent. That the Coda speeches were okay, and then the show ended, but Tyler. You know what would have made this Coda win, like, worth it, and I would have been on board with it? Is, like, you know in the Super Bowl when, like, a team scores and they cut to, like, the, the home team stadium and, like, the fans are there? If it just cut to Gloucester Mass and all and all <laughs> Gloucester's in the thing watching and they're all just going nuts, too. <laughs> Oh, they're all in their fishing boats and <laughs> wearing, wearing their, their red sock hats. 
<laughs> yeah, they're all all in uh, Bruins psychos right side. Yeah, that was good. I um I've enjoyed talking about this show more than I enjoyed watching <laughs> it, unfortunately. I next year like I said, I just I want them to go back to the magic of movie making as opposed to having this be like you know, I understand the Oscar show is TV and it's a bit of a variety show, but I don't think it should be so much of a variety show, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for a theme of Movie Lovers Unite, I felt pretty divided. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming all the people on. in the room loved movies. Can you imagine if like Francis Ford Coppola was up there and he's like, I like movies. Do it for a living. Uh, any final thoughts on the Oscars, the 94th Academy Awards? They slapped. It slapped. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, like I said, even though the telecast was such a mess, and I'm sure the discourse is going to stay with the whole slap business for a while longer, I just I want people to keep in mind that a lot of really positive records and historic moments were set during these awards with as far as the actual winners and I don't want people to lose sight of that yeah an absolute sincere congratulations for the winners the nominees and and anybody who wasn't even mentioned who who made these awesome movies so kudos to everybody Uh, Well, join us soon for our review of X, the new horror movie. But until then, if you have any thoughts on the Oscars, on anything in the movie world or anything else, you can write to us at silverscreensaverspod at gmail.com. If you like the show, tell a friend, spread the word, can rate and review on your favorite podcast apps. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at screensaverspod. And our Facebook is silverscreensaverspodcasts. Matt, where can you be found online? You can find me over at Maddie X Sturds, S-T-U-R-D-Z. That is on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Tyler. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tyler Sutkus and on Letterboxd at Tyler96. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Michael underscore Gallet and on Letterboxd at MGallet. Thank you all so much for listening. We love the Oscars. We'll see you next year doing it. And more importantly, we'll see you next time on the next episode. Take care. Actually, I thought we'd be doing something else next year. (laughs) How can he slap? (laughs) Silver Screen Savers podcast was co-created, written, hosted, and produced by Michael Gallant, Tyler Sukkis, and Matt Sturdivant. Additional editing by Matt Sturdivant. Intro music by Charles Michel via Pixabay. Logo design by Nathan Seidel.